The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Now, off and running for uh, for us on this Tuesday morning. I have to tell you this. I we're starting a new thing on Thursday morning, which is great, called the Twelve Days of Strays. Now, you know, I've done the uh, the pick of the litter for Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Uh, I have no affiliation or uh, loyalty, I guess would be the word, to just one place that wants to help save animals. I'm all in on all of it. So the Humane Society, who I've done a ton of stuff with, uh, with Bretta and uh, uh, the folks up there, the are over there. they're just the best. So yeah. I was out there with Bretta and uh, Randall and Larry and Amy and Dom and I went up to the Humane Society yesterday and we're starting our 12 Days of Strays, where they're going to feature animals that have been in the facility for a little while longer than normal. Uh, some just full of energy, and people are like, I can't do it. There was one named Knight yesterday that I had a great time with him. We were running the agility course, and we're playing around and goofing, and then I got him all fired up. He got the zoomies, which I absolutely love dog zoomies. Dog zoomies are the best. I wish I had that kind of uh, joy in my life at any time. I don't think I've ever had zoomy energy from happiness as a human being. I would love to one day experience what a dog feels when he hits the zoomies because I don't think there's a euphoria we feel as people. That dogs feel when zoomies hit him, but he hit zoomies, and then uh, being a one-year-old dog, he's flying around, and I'm like, "Look at him go!" And he comes up and just tries to take a chunk out of my face. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he wanted to keep playing, but his his head hit mine, and I had glasses on. Thank God, or I think he would have caught me in the eye. But he wasn't biting; he was just playing. But he just got out of control. But it was a blast. We had a great time. There's so many animals available. I also do the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. I do that on Thursday. So we're doing all that stuff. But I tell that story to say. That uh, when you go out to the uh, facility out there at Dobbins and like 15th Avenue between 19th and 15th, um, it's a beautiful place. The Humane Society, Arizona Humane Society is an awesome thing. They're doing great work. The kennels are incredible. Uh, these dogs that need homes are treated beautifully in the time that they're there. They need to be taken out. I want them all cleared out. I don't like saying for the holidays get a dog. That's never a good idea because you want to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. But there are some dogs that need homes, and there's a lot of people who – would love a new best friend. The pandemic taught us that our animals help us through a lot. So I did a lot of that. On my drive over, though, you go through some, let's say, less than favorable areas of the valley. Right? There's some spots in there that get a little industrial, and then there's like a house mixed in, and you're like, well, all right, I'm in some odd spots. Industrial, and then just dusty. Yeah, and then dirty, and then just <laughs> dusty, and then like river, and then house. And so it's where like, is oh, that again? Uh, it's like 15th Avenue and Dobbins, South Mountain. And, and the, the facility's amazing. And the area is not bad. It's just, you, you, you know. It's still an avenue, though. Going down, exactly. Going down 19th <laughs> Avenue, you hit some spots. You got like, some farmland. Yeah, you're That's like, it. is that a house? Like, did I just drive by a house next to like a rock quarry? And then like another thing. Like, how do these people ever sleep? So I'm driving through there and I'm like, I don't know. And I'm a little nervous because I'm, I'm a fish out of water. I don't 
know where I am that well, and I'm kind of in the city side of it. I'm not quite up. I'm like on Broadway and 19th Avenue, maybe University. I don't know which road I'm on. And this car pulls up next to me. And I've been behind this car for a little bit, and then we've kind of juxtaposed our spots on the road. He's ahead of me. I'm ahead of him. It wasn't like a race or anything. It was just like the way traffic worked out. Uh, on the back of his truck, it says, go ahead. My guns are not prejudiced. And it's not – and it just says prejudice. Uh, it's uh, it's stuff he did. Like he went and bought stickies. Oh, that's on the tailgate. And he made it on the tailgate of his truck, right? So I took a, show, a photo that's of That's beyond that bumper sticker. <laughs> it's not yeah. a bumper sticker. It is his yeah. entire tailgate yeah. that lets you know I'm willing to kill you. And you think these socialists over there at ASU are worried about Kyle Rittenhouse. This dude actually says on He's his car. He's an equal opportunity killer. I'll shoot you. So we go through about four or five lights together before there's like not a lot of traffic left. And he pulls up directly next to me at one of the lights. Now, here I am in a black Jeep uh, sitting in the middle of wherever we are. And this dude is, go ahead, my guns are With your not, vanity not pl- plate, honey boy? I don't have my honey boys on. No, okay. it was with a Z, but it was <laughs> oh, yeah, B-O-I-Z, yeah, honey right. boys. Or down boys, but I, I, I don't want any kids with the syndrome to get confused. I don't want to. I don't, I'm not a gay for downs yet. There's an awful lot of moisture in that, though. So much drool. Anyway, so he pulls up next to me, and I've got the radio going. In a second, I'll tell you what was on. Uh, but he starts yelling, "Hey, hey!" And Larry and Mark are behind me in a truck because they're going with. Hey! And I'm like, "All right." The gun guy wants my attention, so I roll the window down. He goes, I just got to tell you, man, what a pleasure it is. And I'm thinking, big fan. I like that the guy whose guns aren't prejudiced is a big That's not it. I got to tell you what a pleasure it is to pull up to a stoplight next to another white guy. <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't know what to do with that. Like, am I supposed to go, F you? Like, or go, like, 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 so I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? And then he goes, "It's just, I mean, it's out of hand." Yep, bald white guy. And I'm like, well, us. I said, "Welcome to South Phoenix." Uh, that's all I had. I had nothing. I didn't know what to say. I'm like, I guess that's what you say to somebody like that. And then he goes, uh, "I live in South Phoenix." <laughs> I kind of pissed him off, and then I just took <laughs> off. The light turned green. What he didn't know was I had to turn down Doja's, Doja Cat say so for him to yell at me about how cool it is to be a white dude. <laughs> So just seconds prior to that, I was like, day and night and That would have been great if you would have said, it sure yeah, is. Well, that's why I told Mark and Larry. I'm like, hey. you guys, it's so awesome. Hey, let's pull over and f*** each other. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, it's a twink white. The worst kind. <laughs> so I was dying because I'm like, who does that? Who had to tell me, white forever. <laughs> I mean, you don't know what you're running into there. But he'd announced with his own car, he'll kill you. And then he wants you to roll the window down to tell you, white white is the only right. Okay, thank you, nutball. But I don't know how to react to that kind Funny of thing. you say that, Zimmerman. I was just thinking the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I got an AR-15. You want to do some damage? <laughs> what is going on out there that somebody felt that stranger love to make that announce? He doesn't know who I am or what I'm doing or what kind of life I live. Or It's almost like That's risky. A, it's... it's uh, Racial profiling hit on. Wants to find, yeah. find out if you're in the same. It's kind of like QAnon uh, matchmaker. Yeah, yeah. inquiry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. But don't never... you think? Don't you think it's awesome being white? So far, so good, sir. <laughs> Thank you for interrupting my day with this awkward transaction of words. Do you want to pull over and be white somewhere together like Applebee's? No, thank you. 
Come on, be white with me. Let's get some riblets. Yeah, we'll get riblets. <laughs> mm, I don't know if I like that. Riblets drawing the wrong crowd. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Let's go get some boiled chicken. <laughs> and get any of that fried stuff with me. I know who's in line for that. All right, thank you, Jethro. <laughs> and then you, then the rest of the way, because they had to go up to Dobbins from there. It was another like three miles from where he did this. And he's next to me the whole time. So I'm doing that. Like I'm trying to slow down and get behind him, and I can't. So like every once in a while, I kind of make eye contact, and I'm still saying, "Day and night, to morning, keep with me if you want." <laughs> I bet you, you know, I don't know. I'm singing Doja Cat. I enjoy it. But I, yeah, he had no idea that I'm twinking away inside the car, Doja Cat and all. That is a risk, though. No, what if not I'm married really. to like, what if I, well, yes, not really? What if I'm married to a black woman? But look, like I look the, like Bill Burr. He's married to a Jeep. black woman. Yeah. Well. You right. fit the white similar supremacy? Pro- yeah, Jeep profile or- of his. <laughs> the bald white guy. Yeah, bald white guy in a Jeep. That is a white supremacist? Uh, that's a pretty good uh, yeah, I'm start of a recipe. Probably, yeah. yes. I'm pretty on this one. <laughs> all right. I think if you're, not all people in Jeeps are white supremacists, no. but all bald guys in Jeeps are assumed so. Yes, yeah. I, I, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. agree. It's more me than it is the car. I see what you're Which saying. Which one were you driving? The black one. Ah, well, that was that was one issue that he had, but I'm sure. Well, he's driving that white Jeep. Don't you have a white Jeep? <laughs> Hate the color. Like the car. <laughs> the dude's day was going so poorly. At each stoplight, he'd look over and go, another brown. Oh, God damn it. I can't believe Unbelievable. It. He doesn't even have to interact with the people at the stoplights. He's just upset they exist. And I forget that that mentality is real. That's a thing. Like, it doesn't register. Like, everybody said, oh, Tolmberg's a bigot. I am a bigot. I'm a bigot towards that. I'm, I'm just judgmental towards everybody. I don't care what your race is. I probably don't like you based on your merit. I'm like a Martin Luther King's dream guy. I totally judge you by the content of your character. Most of the time, I'm wildly disappointed. Uh, I don't care what color you are. You're probably an asshole. <laughs> that's pretty safe. That's not racist. That's humanist. But this dude pulls up to stoplights and looks around and goes, black, brown, brown. Chinaman <laughs> nails this world coming to you're driving around 19th Avenue and uh, university and you're kind of worried or bothered by the idea that there's some Mexicans in the area. Come on, man. It's why I live in Gilbert, John. You because all the to, white people. Yeah, lights. yeah, yeah <laughs> that dude should just that would be my Christmas <laughs> present for him. You should move. To I mean, I'll tell you what. Hey, get in my car. I'm going to take you someplace. But blindfold him and drive him to Gilbert and go. Where the hell are we? Heaven? <laughs> What's going on? Every goddamn stoplight's filled with whites. <laughs> I don't even need my gun or a warning on the tailgate of my vehicle to tell you I will kill you. <laughs> You're a good man, Brody. <laughs> Is this Brody's neighborhood? Whoa, what's going on next door? There's just whites. But when I told him, I'm like, well, welcome to South Phoenix. I was kind of being facetious and like, those are fighting words. brown people all over. You realize that this used to be Mexico. You kind of, <laughs> we didn't just clear it. <laughs> but we could have. No, we didn't, though. I live in South Beach. And then I drive away like, he's mad at me. I, I, he's got civic pride, but he can't stand all these brown people. Maybe I'm, he thought you were higher up in the white supremacy world, like commander or something. And he had yeah, to I don't know. prove his... Oh, maybe he thought I was the shaman from the insurrection. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a weird moment because I did get that moment where I'm like, that's still a thing. That still bothers people. Like, I could be, like you could be a, I could be a wild racist, right? Like, I judge everybody. I look at... 
most of the time, and I think I'm like, I think I'm like 90% of everybody that I sit at stoplights and I look over at the person next to me. And my first thought is, look at this asshole. Like, I, I don't like you. Like, immediately I'm like, this guy's bothering me. And I don't know why. But it has nothing to do with your race. This guy, like, hey! like he can't, like, he does, you don't, yeah, like, <laughs> hey, hey! like, he had to say something. And then I started to pay attention to it. So the next light, there's a guy with veteran plates, white. He's next to me at the night. I'm like, there's white people all over the place. Like, we're not. A lot of white people. Like, you can find white people if you're that uncomfortable. You don't even have to interact with people at a stoplight. But it bothered him so much that the last few lights, he looked around at Mexican Browns, Gutierrez. <laughs> and then he sees me. He's like, I got to say something. I got I to gotta just unite the white for a second. I need to vent. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with that. It's a, This guy says, John, I can tell you what it is. It's called white brotherhood. Yeah, but I didn't join that on purpose. It's not my fault. It's the same argument black people have. I can't help being white. It's not a crime either. It's, I'm not, it's something I'm not ashamed of, but I'm also not like overtly proud of my color. It would have been interesting if you were to well, you should in a be. different I know, car. But, why? Like, it's, like, <laughs> but it's if you me. were in a different car, it would have been interesting if he still would have said that. If I was in a lowrider or something? Or just... Or the, yeah. or the Maserati. Miata, the Maserati would have pissed him off. Yeah, he might not say that. <laughs> if I had the my Maserati is named after a black guy, I think. It's a Maserati Levante. It just sounds like a black guy's <laughs> name. My name's Levante. My my la my, my Levante. He might not have said anything. You don't think so? Hey, Cracker! Yeah, thanks. Oh, this rich guy. Just weird. Uh... I don't know. He seemed pretty proud of the whole white brotherhood thing, but he was real happy. Like, what am I, and to the guy that am I supposed to join the brotherhood because of that? Is that a invite? I'm already in, aren't I? Just, you already accepted, yeah. brother. <laughs> I just I, I pass all the tests. I just don't. I don't like you either. What's the pa- what's the test? White. Yeah. I mean, right. you know. So far, so good. Pass. Good. All right, you passed the visual inspection. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Now what? Well, I just have to ask you a few questions. Uh, you meet someone named uh, Gutierrez. What's your initial thought? I'm like, I, I, hello, how are? No, no, no. It's immediately hate them and then give them a leaf blower and get them to work. That's what we do here. Okay. I swear to protect this flag and ranch dressing. Right. American fat sauce is all I care about. Boiled chicken, ain't no fried. American fat sauce. I want to boil it. I want to dip it in ranch. I don't understand. So that's out there. And it's kind of an eye opener because, you know, I kind of live my life in the idea that everybody's more like me. I kind of, we all kind of have our judgments. And I think it's hypocritical to say I'm, I live in a color free world. Or I think, like I've always said, race is the leading form of racism. The second you apply race and homogenize it, that this person represents all people of that color, you've automatically become racist, even if it's a good thing. Like in saying anything and mentioning color in a story. That has nothing to do. That's race. It's just anytime we mention color, it's race. But I don't really live in a life where I'm like, I care. Like, I think stereotypes are funny. I always will. You're not taking that away from me. Hilarious. I think they're funny. I think they're funnier for white people than anything else. We're like, like this guy. Yeah. But I just can't imagine living my life saying, uh, each stoplight has driven me to the point where the next white guy, I'm, I'm talking to him. I don't feel that alienated from society. But my finger's off the pulse in that area. It's kind of neat, though. But I do like the idea that the guy who's got a message on the back of his car that even I've done nothing wrong. He's just warning me that his guns do not discriminate. He does, but his guns won't. He will kill you. Thanks for the warning, Chief. He will, and, and for no, there is no reason or list of reasons. You call just, me Chief. <laughs> just keep in mind, he has guns and they are not prejudiced. What does that mean? 
his guns don't hold the same opinions he does. Right, but he's the one working them, so it's kind of like, kind of think your guns take it on your personality. Work that way. Your guns sort of take on your personality when your finger's on the trigger. What you aim that thing at, suddenly the prejudice starts going, that was weird. And I hope he's not listening, because he's going to drive down here and shoot me with one of them guns. Told you to drive that white Jeep. Hey, you driving that black Jeep. I should have known better. <laughs> you one of them. You're one of them lovers of colors. <laughs> that was Holmgren? Can I call you Benetton, <laughs> Mr. Color Man? <laughs> I just don't like yelling at white people that it's all good. Where's your Levante? <laughs> hey, I heard you drive a Levante. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet your wife looks like that big fat-ass uh, singer Lizzo. <laughs> no. You ever been with one? All right. Now I know all right. Here we go. Yeah, so just uh, my dad, and I called Larry and Mark immediately. See the dude in the truck in front of me there? He just uh, he just told me how great it is to be white. Which for a second, you're like, yeah, I'm, I got no complaints. When Randall decided to leave the company. Do black people that did do it that? For him. At like the Biltmore? Hey, man. Well, I kind of, kind of, sort of do, but there's like there's less chances of seeing black people all over Phoenix. So I bet you they, because they give each other like a hey, what's it? They black people do a jeep wave. Yeah, I see another black guy. There's one. How you doing, man? Like they're, they're like immediately pals. It's like seeing somebody in a Steelers shirt with me. It's like yeah, all right, Steelers, good looking man. But the OH guys, I don't think Mexicans do that. They pull up to lights and go, hey, Holmes, so good to see one of you at <laughs> a light, man. I've been looking at all these crackers. It's driving me crazy. Excellent, Holmes. Good to see you, brown man. The horn takes care of that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they honk. There's messages in there we can't understand. That's probably true. Hey! Hey, pay attention to me! <laughs> That's his car horn, by the way. It's very elaborate. Anyway, so what are you going to do? Uh, if you see that guy out there today, just know he's happy to see you. But only if you're one thing. 12 Days of Stray is coming up. We're going to give away dogs. And you, t- and you wonder why I think dogs are better than people. You just have to, you have to question everything. Uh, it's 8.58. we got the hot releases coming up in just moments. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.